Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. This Pride, everyone's coming through for the Trevor Project on YouTube Shorts. Join us! Create a short showing how you're stepping up for Pride using the hashtag YouTube Pride Challenge. Come through for Pride on YouTube Shorts. Visit YouTube.com backslash Pride. Yo, yo, my boy? That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half-baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic-ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard they doing past the political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Early mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cause jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. I need some weed, man. Walk up at the fits, cards and stand sun in my face. Racks in my jeans, guns still on my waist. And I ain't leaving shit in my cup. That's such a waste. You know I'm sipping on that straight like that. Oh, what a taste. Tip the valet, a hundred. I love the stunt. Like I'm an Indian chief with no beef 
real brief with a reef. You may think it's a leaf with the residue stuck deep down in your teeth. When you're smoking with the dog, shit, you might not eat. It's okay, cause we lay in the cut, on the hip, on the dip, with a fit, on crib. Don't trip, I need some weed. Trump Towers, just to hit the P hours, kick the bitch up out the room, cause she used the word hours. Hey. 
Trying to lay up when I'm off the glass. I am a liar, you are a pyro. Playing with fire by calling me back. Ooh, hallelujah, play on. Let a nigga preach. Hallelujah, play on. Pamping religiously. Nigga decided to Mississippi drop it down. Give me flicking. She's Kung Low. The type is special. A fucking klepto. Rapid is stealing souls. Bow head on my abdomen. There's an elephant in the room. And not too big to be in the room. Your tongue tied. Speak on it. Your tongue tired. Spit on it. Hit love in the air like breathe it in. Put that ass in the air like Philonius. Up down kid. I got the moves. Ain't no use in hating on me. Threw me in the now with the crocodiles. And I walk back out with some gators on me. Whoa. Hallelujah, play on. Let a nigga preach. 
Hallelujah, play on. Pimping religiously. Pimping ain't easy, but somebody's got to do it. There we go, y'all. Turn up, turn up, turn it on up. We back on another episode of Ethnic Issue More, episode number 74. 74. I decided to name this one because it kind of got put together randomly, unbeknownst to me. It's called Random Issue More. Today we're just going to freestyle and do our thug. There's a talk that good talk because when you get good brothers amongst each other in the room, shouldn't be that hard to hold a great conversation about whatever's going on. And clearly, it's a big thing going on that happened today. Big thing. Mr. Clint, uh, Cosby got released. <laughs> the Jello pudding is free. Look, the pudding pop is out. Hey, I was so surprised to see that shit all on Facebook. Hey, it came know. out of nowhere, too. Right? <clears throat> out of nowhere. It wasn't out no of nowhere. to it. None of that. It was just like, ah, uh, OGI. Hey, you know what? It's crazy because, like, you know, so many people have got, you either for it or against it, you know, and so many people was debating on different social media stuff today about that, and yeah, you know, I'm like, uh, just because that type yeah, of he's 83 years old, what, man, and that's how I feel. It's just like, I mean, he ain't got but a couple of days to a week left, anyway. As to be honest, I'm surprised he ain't dying. Hey, super surprised, nigga couldn't see. Lost his vision. All I'm super surprised he uh, didn't die up in there. Hey, he's still. Hey, he's still. He's still cracking jokes though. Still cracking hey, jokes. The funniest shit is when he hit that little. That, oh, little. that shit was so fucking. Fun. It was like, all right, man. Hey, that shit was hilarious, bro. I'm like, like, so, like, you ain't looking back at nothing because you can't see shit. Hey, Ugh. hey, Bill gonna be Bill, man. Look, you know, like we say, niggas gonna nig, Bill gonna be Bill. You know, I I guess my main thing is this. He 83. Y'all done killed the man legacy already. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. There ain't no coming back. And look, and a lot of people, the big argument I see, of course, you got both sides. Everybody like, oh, man, he ain't, they ain't do shit. I can't. I wasn't there. So I never discredit what them women said yep. or how they felt. Because Bill did sign something saying he did something. See, what people got to remember today, what, what, that, what the Supreme Court said of Pennsylvania, not the Supreme Court of the United States, the state Supreme Court said is that you got you to gotta go with the legal doctrine. The legal doctrine say the stuff he said in that civil case can't be used against him. And they turn around and use it against him. And that's why they overturned No, and, and that's yeah. what I heard. So it was like, like, like a lot of people had to explain. The only good that came out of that situation is that the judicial system did what they were supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. When a technicality happens, yeah, because it happens all these niggas that done kill motherfuckers, but because they found the evidence wrong, OJ, hey, got throw that, got throw it out. Look, OJ, hey, Nick can't tell me nothing. Or, hey, or OJ, James Simpson ain't do that. OJ shit. didn't do it, but 
OJ didn't do it. His son did. I'm going to roll with that conspiracy. Hey, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> the only thing that made me feel like the nigga did it is because OJ being a dick made that book not too long after he got out there. That, that, that's OJ, though. That, that's OJ. But like, I would have wrote it. And t- look, I'm telling people because they couldn't try him twice. Exactly. When he got acquitted. And What's up, Chris? Out, I want to turn around and say, I killed the bitch. <laughs> and it kept going. <laughs> because what can they do? They, they all couldn't prove it. And they had all, by that time they had all, you know they was gonna get him with the civil suit anyway. So look, and I'll just uh, shout out to the homie Gerard Harris, Keisha uh, Harris. I produce, help produce that show called Coolness in the Hood through yeah. her TV. Um, and one of their guests was a lawyer in St. Louis, and we was kind of he was talking about how he became a lawyer, watching that case, mm-hmm. seeing how Johnny was moving. Because it's like it's not about really right or wrong. He's like, when I get a client, because I win a majority of my cases. He's like, when I get a client. I don't ask them, did they do it or not? Because it don't matter at this point. My goal is whatever part of this case I'm on, I have to help you get out this jail. Yeah. So I'm not here for you to convince me if you did or didn't do the crime. We need to make your story sound a whole lot better than the people, other the prosecutor's story, so that we can get you out this jail. Hey, that's why that's why you watch those legal shows, man. I, I, I used to love How to Get Away with Murder because whether they did it or not didn't matter. It was it whether matter. you could manipulate the system. To, to which is really what they've been doing for years. With, yes. You know, it, it's unfortunate how many people and then sat sat around in the pokey for nothing. And the crazy part, <laughs> another thing that was asked on that, the, the guest, he asked him, "Do you feel that the judicial system is unfair or racist towards black people?" And of course, it's a touch of something. Yeah, you know, yeah. You can only say so much. He was like. I hesitate to use the word racist mm-hmm. just because clear. Yeah. But what I will say is it wasn't designed for us. Right. So it's not unfair towards us because it works properly for who it's for. Well, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. The, the system is no, it's the, the system is racist. The system is uh uh definitely depending on uh family courts. That's definitely pro women in the family court. Uh, you know, it it's one of those things where you got to have a system, and the system is gonna 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 suck for somebody. Make sure yours you're you're y'all yeah. hear me? Yeah, I yeah. hear you now. Yeah. I hear you now. Yeah. All right, y'all, we gotta yeah. clap it up, man. I got my other. I told y'all I had one more guest co-host in the building. Got my dog, Mister Melanin, Melanin Moonlight himself, the Black Farmer himself. Grease got in the building. What's good with you, bro? Hey man, I'm, I'm blessed, man. Blessed and highly favored. Happy, that. happy to be in the building, man. I appreciate you oh, having me, man. We're glad to have For you. It's my brother, it's my past master. What's up, brother? What's up, bro? Pleasure nice to meet you, brother. You, bro. Nice to meet you. Yes, sir. Shout out to everybody on my live on Instagram. But I agree with what you say just because I understood he couldn't say it the way he wanted to. Yeah. Back then, I ain't trying to cause no ruckus on my side. Exactly. Talk yeah. down him, but we know the shit is racist. Oh yeah. Just because. Mm-hmm. It wasn't designed for all people. hundred percent. Right. So do it. It does work properly for who it was designed for. Right. To the T. Because they get the they fair day in court. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they ain't even got to worry about that. It's crazy to know. Like right before I came here, the Selma, I was watching Hotel Rwanda on Bounce. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it slid into the Selma movie. And Martin, it was when MLK was sitting down with, uh, I don't even know which president was on there. But he was sitting down talking to him. Ask him like, what can we do now? Type shit, just pretty mm-hmm. much. Because like, he had this whole talk about like, man, why he can't get on board with us. Right. But we, he was like, well, we need to fix X, Y, and Z. 
for black voters' rights. He's like, ah, well, that's not a priority. Why, why? He's like, well, because you got these people going to court, and you got a white judge. You're going to have pretty much all white people in the room, and your jurors would have never been of your peers because the only way you can become a juror is to be eligible to vote. Yep. Correct. So if our people can't vote, how can I get a juror of my peers to make me feel safe or get me out this jam and say a trial? Yeah. If no matter what, and that was the easy way to not easy way to shut that shit out. But you know that that's yeah. some, that's one thing in, in our generation. You have a lot of people who try to dodge the dodge. You know. Uh, jury duty. Oh, you know, of course they think do. About, hey, look at yeah. Martin, man. You know what I'm saying? See what happened to Martin, man, when he tried to dodge the jury duty. Yeah. You know, but imagine this. You, you, you find, you're trying to find a way to get out of jury duty and it's somebody mm-hmm. that look like you that's probably going to need you. Right. You know, Big and facts. the cultural difference, you know what I'm saying? If I tell, if I tell somebody, be like, man, I'll kill that dude, man. i kill him. I could be talking basketball. But culturally, they don't understand wordplay right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to take that and run with something else. Like, right. oh, well, you admitted to it. No, nah, that's not what I was talking about. It's right. Crazy. And it's crazy. Like, that big cultural divide. Yeah. Like, and that's everything. Hell, they got this sign language. Oh, yeah. They got ASL, which is like American sign language. You got yeah. normal yep. sign language. Black people, ASL. Yeah. So, it's certain shit that you would have said in normal sign language, they would have been like, but if you say it this way, it's more of a slang way. Right, right. Well, you know, it's that, that's, a, that's the thing. In my profession, how I talk, how I talk when I'm dealing with students who look like me versus students who don't look like me is completely different. Unfortunately, uh-huh. you know, because I can say something to a kid that look like me that has a little different ring to it than me telling the kid that don't look like me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So when 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 I'm dealing with my students, I be like, you know, it's certain slang you can use in your classroom. Think of, then when, when we look at teachers, they be like, oh, man, they go viral. It's because they're using slang, but they're dealing with kids of the culture that they, that they you know, that they work yeah. in. And so they're like, oh, I can say sheesh, like all that, like the kids yeah. love. You can do that yeah. because the kids do it all the time. That's yeah. what makes you relate. That's how you build your relationships with them, right? But it, it, it really boiled it boil down to, to uh, you know what I'm saying, you got to. You got to know when the code switch. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the biggest thing. Like a lot of people um, don't don't know. Like when people speak about universal language and Mm -hmm. things like that, like like older people was trying to teach you and learn you how to code switch. A lot of people then forgot about code switching because some people be like, "Man, I'm not finna front for nobody. I'm not finna change who I am for nobody." But it's not even about changing who you are for anybody. You know what I'm saying? If you ever want to look at how to be strong and humble at the same time, look at Harriet Tubman. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was strong and humble at the same time, but she still got results. You feel me? So, but I, I so the turn, you know, I know some people on my on my live right now. I don't necessarily agree with the term code switching. Uh-huh. Like, I, you know, being a teacher, I tell my students, be you. Yeah. Be authentic you. Yeah. Now, Authentic you doesn't necessarily mean you change that based on who you're around. Mm-hmm. But that authentic you can be molded over years to say, hey, I know how to act. Yeah, of you know course. And unfortunately, that, that I, when I, a lot of times when I hear, like, I had a principal tell me I need to teach kids how to code switch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't work here no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because me, I'm me. This is, this is who I've been my whole life. Yeah. And... and 
how my parents may have molded me to know how to talk, when to talk, etc. That was based in my molding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't necessarily t- code switching because I'm still gonna say the say, same thing. But I think a lot of times is when when I was told to, to, that we need to teach kids to code switch, it was you need to teach kids to act white when they're around See, white. See, and people. I think, and that's I really, I, think, I really I had a problem with the, that. Where the disconnect should come in, because mm-hmm. like when I say code switch, I'm not saying I need you to act white. When I say code switch, mm-hmm. I mean like. Code switch meaning I don't want you to 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 go into um places where there is legitimate opportunities for you, which I consider everywhere because I say everybody is their own business or their own business. You're a walking billboard for yourself. So I'm basically saying that you need to act accordingly where you need to act accordingly at. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm if I go over to Nico crib and I'm chilling over there with Nico like I'm chilling over there with Nico now you know what I'm saying we chilling but if you invite me to your show that that's syndicated or whatnot, where you didn't put some work in you didn't burn the midnight oil it'd be quite foolish of me to come on your platform and not act accordingly it doesn't mean I still can't be myself you know what I'm saying but if you've worked your butt off to build a platform to where you have a certain type of listeners, you got a certain kind of sponsor that you got going on, and then you invite me on there to to, to be able to partake in the, the 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 growth that you have, and then I come on there and act foolish, so where I can ruin your your the way you feed your family and everything, that's terrible. Right. So I feel like we it's, it's like I say for me it's not I want you to act white. That's not what I mean. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? And, and I, I agree. You know, and that's the thing where as, as people of color, sometimes we have to really look at the words we use as well as how we, like, you know, how we phrase something. Yeah. Because I, if it would have been brought to me like that, 100%. 100%. I'd have been like, I'm all in. But it, it's a statement that says, hey, you know, if I need to act like this to get ahead. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't rock with that. No, I'm you know, I, with you. Yeah, you know, I'm I could, I could, I, I can't rock with that. And the person that brought it to me was on that. No, this is what we need. And I'm like, nah, I can't rock. I'm, with that. I'm bro, listen, I'm with you on that. Uh, look, bro, when I, I used to work, so look, I used to work at Spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. And when I worked at Spectrum, um, the first day I was there, they had everybody that was a big wig in the company come in the room and talk to us. It was like probably twelve people. Men and women mm-hmm. browsing there with a mouthful of gold. I stood up in front of them because we all had to introduce ourselves, and I told them, "I said, hey, I want to be a trainer. Like I'm cool with learning everything you guys have for in here for me, but I'm letting you know that I know I can train your people and I can make the productivity boost in here." They looking at me like, "What?" But guess what? That's exactly what I did. Mm. And when people used to come through the door, bruh, the first thing they would ask me is, man, they let you wear them goals? I said, what you mean they let me wear these goals? What do you mean let me? <clears throat> do do these do the people that call in to talk to me that have a problem know that I got goals in my mouth? Can they see I got goals in my mouth? These goals ain't got nothing to do with what I'm doing at work. Right. I'm still doing my job. And I need people to understand that. It's the same reason how, like, they be going at Shikari. 
old girl that, that yeah. they run yeah. and they go at uh Simone. I see a lot of cats like, oh, they look so muscular. Oh, they this, they that. But they athletes. You know what I'm saying? And they got to be the best at what they do. And the, and the, and the stuff they do, they do require that type of strength. Yeah, That's 100%. Where you can see you got these WMA players that is firing in the motherfucker. It's just like, damn, she still look outside this. But I'm like, you don't really have to be in that. You got to be in shape. Yeah. They don't, they're exercise don't require the same type of stuff. Her body build is like, and I've seen Shakari in regular clothes. And, and I have, and I have too. And it, and I don't have, and the reason I brought them up is because I, I, I hate how like people really just focus on um, to go back to what you was, what you was leaning on. Like, I hate how people focus on like, she got the long nails, she got the orange hair, the weave or whatever. And they like, why she out there like that? You know what I'm saying? But for me, I'm like, be out there like yeah, that. I love you know what I'm saying? I, because I, if I absolutely we, love it. If we can't take a knee and we can't put a fist up, then let's go on and show them who we are. Mm-hmm. Be comfortable in our own skin while we out there. Yeah. That's the best way to say I'm black and I'm proud. Because I don't know if y'all seen the old girl throwing the shot put from uh, South yeah. Carolina. Yeah. She had a whole bottom grill in. Yeah. I was loving it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why do I got to? And it's because, and I'm glad you said that because you have certain professions. You can't wear this hair, man. I, you and know, I'm like, what does my hair got to do with my ability? I've been teaching high school 17 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And when you when you a teacher, I remember when I first started teaching, they didn't want you to have tattoos. Like if you wore a polo, yeah, they didn't want you to have tattoos down here. That's why if you notice. I, it was, it was, I didn't get this to this year. That's, last year. That's the business. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's it, it's like, it, it used to be like that. Yeah. And, and and depending on, you know, it wasn't until 2011, I started working at a school. I ain't going to say the school's name, but it's a school. It's a private school here. Uh-huh. Started working at a private school here. And I realized my principal, him and his wife got a tattoo every year as, mm. like, as a part of their anniversary thing. Yeah. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, you got tats? He's like, oh, yeah, we get one every year. It's an anniversary thing. I'm like. Why I'm hiding tattoos and stuff on my pillow? Right. I'm like, no, nah, they're going to get all this. Let me wear the short sleeve on. Yeah, yeah. She got a whole sleeve down. It wasn't until I started seeing younger, you know, other people like, hey, it's me. Like, does me having a tattoo take away the knowledge that I'm going to give these kids? Never. Hell, they listen to their parents, and their parents probably got way more tattoos than way me. Way more. You know, so I started, I, I, I had to change the way I look at it. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I want to say one thing. I love, you know, with Shikari and, 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 and my, my, my girl from South Carolina. I can't remember her name. But yeah, I, I forget I, her name, too. My apologies about but it. I, but but I, what, I really, what I really love right now is this movement. Of black athletes, yeah, and, and and hopefully that 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 leads to more black athletes attending HBCUs. Yes, you know, yes, because that's that's yes. that's what I want. Like, you know, the fact that there are Deion Sanders didn't create Jackson State. No, sir. Jackson State been there been for there. years, been hundred plus. Yes, sir. You know, and the school and the athletes. If you go look at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Black athletes from HBCUs, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, and and, and I got to shout out to to Coach Alonzo Scott and the and the, the coaching staff over at St. Louis U High. This past weekend, they had uh, the HBCU Combine up there. Nice, and, and they had the coaches from Arkansas Pine Bluff, Alabama State, Norfolk State. Nice, just to say, you know, and they had them up there, and they these coaches were pouring into kids from all over the area. I mean, 
there were there were two hundred plus kids here. Nice. And, and and just being a volunteer, just watching what they did was was amazing. But I really hope for those kids that was there, they take a look at those schools, right? And they and they they, they attend those schools, mm-hmm. you know, because. You go into the Alabamas and you go into the LSU's and the Mizzou's and all that. That's great. It might get you to the league. It might not. But ain't no. The one thing as an HBCU alum, I tell people, ain't nobody gonna love you like that black school. Nah, that black man. school ain't gonna. Ain't nobody nah. gonna love you. <clears throat> people, people, people be like, oh, I go to. I go. I went to a PWI. You don't go to homecoming, do you? No, you don't. No, nah, you don't. Because you don't have no reason to go back. No, nah, you don't. You, and, and and I and look, I didn't even little check this out. I didn't even get a chance to go to a, a, a HBCU like that for real. I was I was down at uh, Lane in mm. Jackson, Tennessee for for it's a little humble. bit. <laughs> for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to everybody that's down there, Lane, all the Lane Dragons, all that good stuff. Um, but uh, man. Going to a HBCU, bro, you're gonna touch everybody hand that go to the school. Facts. Like you gonna know everybody that go you're to the school, a, bro. You're not a number. A hundred percent. Oh no, you're like, not a number. Yeah, you're not you a number at all. Not known. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. It's a more personable feel. Like, well, a lot of people don't know. There's more white kids than black kids at Lincoln. Yeah. But it's only because it's like a community college to them. Mm-hmm. You got a couple of them that actually. Thoroughly embed themselves into the HBCU history, and just like shit, you here? Like, because you know? it's 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 financially suitable for them to go to the to nice. the you know not only it's probably it's in state tuition, mm-hmm. then they get a minority scholarship. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That tripped me out my freshman year of college when I was in I was there and um and I had a, I had a guy stay like two doors down. Evan was his name, and I'm like, why you choose here? He's like, well, I, you know. He was from Martin, Tennessee. Martin, Tennessee. He was from Martin, Tennessee. Wow. And I went. I was at Tennessee State. Yeah. And he was. He was from Martin, Tennessee. And he was like, "Well, financially, my parents said it would be cheaper for me to go here because not only do I get the in-state tuition, but mm-hmm. I also get a minority scholarship." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Y'all get minority scholarships? That's crazy, bro. That's crazy, bro." And, and he and, and 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 the thing about it, by the time his freshman year was over, bro, he was one of us. Like, bro had a black girlfriend. Bro was rocking a fade. I'm like, oh, he didn't. He didn't got the system for real. See, end look, up, I got questions. I got questions, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I got questions. Look, maybe I'm gonna be the the devil's advocate for the night. Maybe that's what it is. But I got questions, man. So, first off, and I don't mean no disrespect to nobody out there, but uh. I don't know how I feel about people that are not African American pledging mm. in our frats and sororities. Okay, <laughs> now the reason I say this is because for people that are non Greek out there, um, you know what I'm saying. I'm not Greek. I'm, I'm just affiliated with a lot of the uh, Divine Nine, uh, preferably the men of Omega Sci-Fi fraternity. I have a lot of bro- uh, friends that are bros that. I've known since I was in sixth grade, but anyway, those those fraternities and sororities were founded to help us when we were going to school because we were missing out on a lot of the the the, the uh, financial support trying to go to school. We weren't getting the best of food. I mean, the list goes on and on. That's why the majority of them were founded, so they were like you know there to help us while we were there. 
and that's kind of really the main purpose of it because i mean if you really in it for real i mean you know what i'm saying i know y'all are masons or whatnot and it's basically about you know what i'm saying for me in enriching people growing the, the organization as well by adding great people to it and and just flourishing you know what i'm saying pro- pro- producing great productive people to to keep uh the, the 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 what we represent strong and going you know what i'm saying so for me man i'm just like so i, I just you know I, i'll do my little small take yeah, just because yeah. you actually agree yeah. i feel what you're saying um i think more so it's just but it would be like well white people feel, i know a lot of black people that's a white people Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know a few of them. I got a cousin that said, well, mm-hmm. I could never understand. But then I thought about it. Her school, I think her option, she could have been a Delta, but they was going to put her through it. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was going to for that. So uh-huh. I was like, hey, do what you do. And it's a completely different setup and process. Yeah. But it's all about what you do when you get in. Because you could get, it's plenty of black people I know in these Divine Nine fraternity sororities that ain't contributing shit. Facts. Outside of getting their ass full to yeah. what they got. Yeah, also shit, know, that's if they got their ass. Look, what you talking about? I'm just finna <laughs> But then I know at Lincoln, there one before I got there it was a white Zeta. It was a. It was a white Zeta. It's a white Zeta now, unless she graduated. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, her daddy. At Lincoln. Yeah, her daddy was. He did something big in the band. Mm-hmm. She was in the band. It's, um, some ass. Wow! It's Shout a, out to a, the white Zeta. It's a Mexican. <laughs> it's a Latino Q. It's a Latino Q. Pedro. Yeah, Pedro Navarro. <laughs> He from Cali. Name Pedro. But he ain't like yo. But I've seen a Latino Q that's like oh, that. I've seen, I seen Me- plenty of greats that have. With the boot, like Mexican boots. Yeah. All that. But it's a uh, it's a white Kappa. Mm-hmm. White KK side. Yeah, I know about the white Kappa. It, it's yeah. just like, but they put in that work. So that that's really what, because how you got to look at it is how we deny so much shit. Mm-hmm. Are we going to turn around and do the exact same thing that we had to do this for? Sometimes we try to now if you're not gonna contribute shit, black, white, Mexican, anything, I don't want you. Yeah. yeah. But if you in here for the right reasons, you gonna go through this the same way everybody else went through this. Yeah. You're not trying to cut corners, but you gonna actually put that work in for for the fraternity. That's what it's about. So we saying so so basically we saying that um we can break away from the the the. Traditional foundation, well, but nothing in it says the, you have to be black. See, the thing is, it's the it's the gatekeeping aspect. Okay, right? it's the gatekeeping. Yeah, we have there. I, I remember seeing a post where a, a Q had a shirt or something that said "Make the D nine black again." Right. And okay. I saw that, you know, and, and being in the D nine myself, I look at what what my founders. I'm a member of Iota Phi Theta. Okay. And what the Founders of all the nine organizations, whether you were founded at a PWI, HBC, or it doesn't matter, they were about enrichment of our community. Right. So when I sit there and I look at years of oppression and all that, there were still allies. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times people forget. If you go back to 1860, there were allies that were white. Mm-hmm. The Underground Railroad wouldn't happen without some white folks. Mm-hmm. True. You, you, you see what I'm saying? They're... Yeah. they're, they're the, the Quakers were abolitionists, Facts. you know. So when you start talking about us gatekeeping black culture in our fraternities and sororities, I can't. If if I look at a organization like Kappa or Delta or or Alpha, if that brother or that sister, no matter what color they are, gonna come in, do the work, be financial, 
be active 30 years, 40 years down the line, mm-hmm. you know, and then still respect the process. Still, because to be honest, going through those processes, that some of the most degrading stuff in the world is happening during some of these processes for some wars. I was, on, I was on a campus where a guy died my freshman year of college, right? Ple- pledging that frat. Yeah. When you start looking at what people go through, we ain't gonna talk about hazing, but what we gonna say is, if you respect the process, yeah, right, and you still are here to work, you still are financial. Mm-hmm. I, can, I I'm not gonna gatekeep because I look at I look at ten. I can I can in every org. I guarantee I can go to a member of every grad chapter here in St. Louis. There's 14 of them, mm-hmm. and say, hey, out of your active membership here in St. Louis, out of your out of your membership here in St. Louis, what's the percentage? Of of active members versus non-active, and I guarantee you, everybody under fifty percent. Everybody got people that's t-shirt wears, <laughs> non-dudes paying members. Yeah. Uh, uh I, I did that in college. I ain't really got no love for it now. It's like that across the board. But so, but let me but let me ask you something though. Like so, when, when it comes to things like that, okay. Man, did my phone die or something? Oh. When it comes to uh, things like that, who do you who do you blame that on? No, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I know. I'm just saying, like, like, um, you know, what I'm saying, like, if you you in a frat and and um, you know, you're pledging people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's basically like an interview process, anyway. Hundred percent. So these people that you let cross the burning sands, they are a representation. Of your organization, people right? People lie. Because I, mean, I, I, mean, I know, I know do. where you're going. I people, know people lie. And, I know and they do. Haven't haven't been on both sides. Haven't been in IOTA. <laughs> brought. I've been I've been in the frat 17 years. I didn't been state director. I didn't brought in many alliance in masonry. I didn't brought in many of brothers. Shout out to Bethany. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. <laughs> you know, it's simply you gonna have people that's gonna say what they need to say for the sake of getting in. Yeah. And guess what? People gonna go through the process, whether whether it's grad undergrad, whether it's being made or being paper. Yeah. People gonna go through what they gotta go through. Why? Because what's most important to them is the three letters and the two colors. Facts. That don't matter. That, and I ain't saying the work that go with the three letters and two colors. I want the three letters and two colors. I want to be. My teacher was at school when I was younger, yeah. and he wore this leather outfit. I want to yeah. be my teacher when I grow up. Yeah. That, some of them are in it solely for the purpose of themselves. When to really understand and love the organization is to take yourself out of it, realizing you are a part of an organization, but you ain't got no say so unless you are a, a national officer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, uh, the one thing I love about masonry compared to my Greek life is that when I became a past master, I became a member of the Grand Lodge. I got a permanent vote mm-hmm. in Iota. When I wasn't the president of the chapter no more, I ain't got no vote. My chapter has a vote. You know, we, I just, we get to say so as a group. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like, okay, you know what? I guess the best way I can explain it is, and again, like I say, man, I love everybody. This is not no hate-driven speech or nothing. When I found out that the black curators on TikTok was on strike, mm-hmm. I was thoroughly excited, okay? Because I was like, yo... This is amazing. Like, I've never seen a show of you're not going to 
respect my power, then you definitely gonna respect my power. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that was a good thing for them to do. Now there's some people that are saying, yo, they hurting certain people who got singles out who trying that's not their doing. I know, I know, I know. But but what I'm getting at is, man, it's like I just feel like we don't have nothing sacred no more. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I feel like we just don't we don't we don't have nothing. You know, we share we share everything voluntarily and involuntarily. True. And I'm not saying but you, that you also we, gotta look at it like this. We ain't supposed to share. Some some of our earliest forms of you know our culture, some of those earliest forms of things that we created. Mm-hmm. Right? From day one, in most of them places, they were there. Our HBCUs, they was there. Mm-hmm. A lot of them first presidents, Howard, <laughs> Morehouse, some of the places we hold sacred, they was there. Mm-hmm. When you look at Prince Hall Masonry, you don't have Prince Hall without, without AF and AM or with the, without the white brothers who made Prince Hall and, his, and the 14 founders. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you start going into... Like the sororities and the fraternities, I, the idea of Greek life came from us seeing what PWIs had. It, it Alpha Phi Alpha being on Cornell's campus is like, wait a minute, they got Greek letters and they do this that. So that evolution from that that retention club to a fraternity, yeah, started with the visual of that. They didn't have nothing before that. And I'm with and I'm with you on that. But even still, bro, like if you and I. Decided that Matter of fact Look Let's take Jack Daniels For instance Right Alright We all know that Jack Daniels was Created Invented All that by a brother Right Okay What's that brother name Uh, uh Harris Is uh, it uh, what, what, uh, Cause he got Uncle Nurse Uncle Nurse yeah. yeah So The fact that When I say like We don't we It's like we don't have anything And the way things happen Like Uncle Nerds came up with that flavor for that drink. All of that. All that was his process. It got stole, so to speak, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the family really went big on giving him credit for it for a while. Then word got around. He had his own drink. He put out all that good stuff. And I don't know if y'all ever had some Uncle Nerds before, yeah. but it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, man. Like It's just like every time, bro, Like there's so many things that we've created that black women have created that have been stolen. Well, you, you know, know what I'm saying? You also got to look at like this. It's, it, you know, Uncle Nearest didn't get his flowers when he was here, but he's getting them now, you know, and winning, yeah. all, the, winning, winning all the awards, you know what I'm saying? That, that I think it was Bourbon of the Year or something, but a, uh, either a year or two ago. Yeah. But when you start looking at black culture and, and the, you know the creators on TikTok, and even down to our Divine Nine organizations. I let them know. Think man. about it. Our D Nine. Nobody talked about D Nine outside of the Black America twenty years ago. Nobody talked about that. But we got a president. We got a vice president who is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha. True. So now, all of a sudden, on national TV, now we're talking about Alpha Kappa Alpha, Delta Sigma Theta. Yeah. Hell, Shirley Chisholm was a Delta, and she ran for president like in the eighties. Facts. But they didn't mention Delta then. Facts. The fact that is it, we're we as a culture are starting to get a little bit of our flowers, and what's scaring us is the fact that our culture is becoming mainstream, 
and because our culture is coming is becoming mainstream, mainstream, we're scared that eventually it won't look the same. My wife and I talk about this often. Like, what would happen if Delta Sigma Theta's national president or Iota Phi Theta's national president was white? Because we have members who've been in that long. Mm-hmm. Hell, I I remember when I was state director. I think this was like maybe twenty. 10 I know my boy Timo on here and I know he could tell me uh when it was we had a ch- we had a we have a chapter at University of Nebraska mm. they had a line this was like maybe 0506 might have been that back that far mm. we had a line called Iota ship Arctic blast I said well first we not alphas why are we doing anything cold whole line was white whole line whole line I was Including Like at that time My fraternity still had Sweethearts at the time yeah. Including the sweethearts It was the last girlfriends Was the hearts I oh, said wow. Bro That must have looked like A, a 70s I, Hey, uh, hey <laughs> it, messed, it messed me up Cause I'm like Y'all realize We're a black fraternity right But yeah. then And I, I'm sitting there Thinking about it and Then I had to start Thinking about our process Y'all took them through that Yeah And, they, and that's what it is And they made it If you made it through the same shit standing next to me. Like if I stand next and look, this person on the, the right of me is a white boy or the left of me is a white boy, and I know I can count on you to hold me down through this, that's my concern at that point. Listen, listen, listen. Are you, gonna, are you gonna get online and drop it because a white boy on it? Y'all gotta understand. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. I played football all my life. Mm-hmm. So I understand what you mean when you're talking about somebody going through the fire. Like you going through the fire, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm my brother's keeper when I'm on the field. So I get that. That ain't what I'm saying, y'all. I'm saying, I'm saying, listen, this the same. You know, I ain't even going to go into that. But listen, this is all I'm saying. I'm just saying that I just feel like we, we don't have nothing sacred. To go back to what you said, I feel like we've been mainstream. Our culture been mainstream for the, the pieces longest. that they the pieces that they take. You know what I'm saying? Our our culture. The reason I, the reason I say our culture wasn't mainstream because we still had had media like BT. Think about it. You know, yeah. Once music started going over there, you had suburban kids like, oh, we gonna bump some rap music, this that, and other. But they still wasn't fully. It wasn't a full integration. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a full. Hey, everybody. Supports black culture. Hell, that that's why Bill Clinton thought everybody was like, "Oh, he the first black president," because he did a small black things. He he liked jazz music or blues music, but he it wasn't a a full integration. I I think a lot of the stuff that we held dear held dear to us a lot, such as HBCUs, such as black black Greek organizations, those um those mainstream pushes. When I start seeing Florida and them at the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? When I see fam, you banned at the Super Bowl, I'm like, okay, now we mainstreaming. Now we mainstreaming. When I when I start seeing our our stuff being the main thing, like when I see ESPN now saying, you know what, black college has been around forever. Black college football been around forever, but in the last five or six years, hey, we need to put something on where they on mainstream TV. Let's put they celebration bowl, they black college national champion. We've been on, yeah. Like, I, let's put that on ESPN and ABC. That's mainstream. I'm cool. I'm I'm I'm. See this? See this? Oh man! Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I gotta quit. I gotta. So my boy Jamal, he's square out, out down in uh, South Carolina. Okay. He just put something on my page. He said, "Hey, 
I know we talking about white guys, but what about if your line brother gay? I said, I, mean, I, 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 hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. If my line brother was gay, I wouldn't care. That's me personally. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I had a a, a, a teammate of mine that was gay on yeah. the football field. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I'm gonna tell you what, bro, you couldn't get past him on the line. <laughs> you hear me like And if you If you like If you tried to cheat shot me Or something like that yeah. Oh he definitely was hitting you After the play You know what I'm saying Like he He, he to me bro Like see that's That's one thing well, One thing about me bro Like when it When it come to your Sexual preference Like that's something I don't care about right. Right. For real Like I, I can care less You know what I'm saying And, and that's probably Because I grew up uh, Playing sports And I grew up I grew up in Washington Park right. You know what I'm saying Poor ain't got no color. <laughs> you know hey, what I'm saying? You know what was crazy is I, when I was state director, I had uh, hell just recently. I had a guy join my frat, and in his interview, one of the first things he said that he was openly gay, and I was like, I respect you more. Yeah, for being real, for sure. Because I've had guy, I've had a guy join my frat, tell me, you know, bro, start like, hey, is he gay? And right. Like, he be like, no, I ain't gay. And then we find out later you are like, why don't you just why be you? Why you just be you? Yeah, like I could care less. Sure. Like, I respect you a whole yeah. lot, more. A whole lot more. Front and tell me, yeah. and I get it. I get it. Society, especially black society, as males that made it yeah. to where you kind of iffy on speaking your truth mm-hmm. in that regards. But what you do in your bedroom makes me know never mind. Hey, you nah. Up if I need you to, are you gonna go on these missions with us? If I right. need you, are you gonna Facts. combine the brotherhood Facts. that I ask for in regards to who your nigga is? What you do outside of this? They ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah, ain't nothing to do with me. Yeah, my my wife said, "Hey, PWI bands been playing Nick." You damn right. They they. That's why I say mainstream. Cause you got you got bands at Mizzou, LSU, Alabama playing a song that's talking about us. I mean, if but they see, think about if you go to that's the real what I'm saying, that, man. Like I feel like I feel like our culture. The reason why I say, but they just started playing that in the last five years. I feel like our culture been mainstream, bro. It's because. There's so many black people that that's then wrote dope songs back in the day that somebody that was not a minority came to them, acted like they was going to really break them off, really change their life. Stole the music, bro. I mean, so many times, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like we didn't been mainstream to a degree. I, bro, it's been, it's been such a dirty game. I mean, when I think about it, bro, like, I think about some of the old school uh, people that made music and how hard it was for them to progress in certain areas. But now you'll see some of these big corporations that don't even care about us, but they got their music in the commercial. Ah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, we of course, somebody be like, yeah, but their family got paid nowhere near than what it really not, should not be. George, not if it's George Clinton. Like like people that don't do music, I don't expect for them to really understand how deep the royalty game go. You know what I'm saying? Now, do we at that point do we contribute that all to white people doing us wrong or us not going through the proper shit we need to the right way to make sure we get what's on? I think anybody anybody before the World Wide Web came about. They that got, got yeah. That, they got yeah, got. Look at TLC. <coughs> yeah, right, you, know, you, know, you know what I'm saying. You know, and this, we're gonna do this real quick before we go on yeah. commercial. I feel like a lot of people back then got got one because they knew that 
all most of them rappers, singers, all mm. coming out of poverty stricken situations. For sure. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. the same shit happened like sure. with Kanye and them. Yeah. If you talk, if I know I live in the hood or I know my mama been struggling, the first thing you normally hear a black person when they make it. I'm finna get my mama out house. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm yeah. definitely finna get my mama out the mud. Yeah. But say you get me, say I sign with you right now. You don't tell me you a white man, you sign me for a million dollar contract. Because I, all I heard was a million. Mm-hmm. And I thought about what my bank account looked like now. Yep. Yeah. I instantly signed off on this shit. Not realizing, all right, boom, out the gate. 200 to 300K of this is gone in Texas. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. Then, That's facts. Anything else I buy after that? My mama house, you, you ain't gonna buy your mama unless you live in a city where it don't cost so much. You going two hundred and up for your yeah. mama's house yeah. for sure to make sure it's paid. Nothing less. You buying her a car? Yeah, and she getting a whip. Yeah, hey, all top. She getting a whip too. You gonna buy her being something she's right. always talked about? Yeah. Right. You think about buying her like a Jack, music. Jack for my mama hey, Emerald Green. And, and, and next thing you know, you broke. <clears throat> and you broke. And we look first month. And wait, look, the messed up thing is you ain't thought about the IRS yet. Come on now, you ain't thought about you ain't thought about. They gave you a million dollars. Man, look. You, you had, that, that wasn't your studio time. That man, wasn't nothing. Because they like, oh, you, we giving you the upfront. You got to pay us back. Man, don't you get the, me the top, bro. You know, don't get me talking I was about watching, that, boy. I was watching Unsung. George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. George Clinton has probably the worst story. Yes, sir. You think TLC story was bad? He is way worse. His is way worse. George Clinton worse. way worse. George yeah. Clinton was, well, he was one for the community. One. Because he put on... Every artist he put on, Bootsy, everybody that was in Funkadelic, everybody that was in Parliament, he paid. Facts. He paid everybody. He did. And when money started getting slow, he went and sold his his masters, and he went and sold his his stuff so he could continue, so he could to, continue pay to pay people. Pay people. And yeah. now you look up, you got people that can play Atomic Dog all day. Flashlight all day. Yeah. And he don't get nothing. He don't get a dime. Hell, I'm glad Omega finally brought him in. Because uh, that's been their song forever. So, with that being said, with that being said, Boosie, everybody that listened to uh, uh, Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open. Yeah. Boosie wrote that song. I need people to know that. Boosie Collins wrote that song. Mm. So, Boosie getting up. Big check right now. Hey, he definitely needs to be that, looking at at at, at Funk Daddy <laughs> and breaking him off. I you didn't know, know what I'm saying? That, but it, yeah, bro. When you think about it, it do sound like some Boosie. Boosie wrote that song, bro. It was him. It was to my knowledge, it was him and a few more people. But he was like the main writer on there. You know what I'm saying? So Brad say, you know, financial advising must be it. Got to be important. Like when you think about it, yeah. The financial advisor, I. I've seen from age groups as early as high school and college. Hell, I, I fell victim to it. I went to college, and they Discover Car was on my campus. Like, hey, you want this free basketball? Man, hoop? Discover. Hell yeah, I want the free basketball. <laughs> hoop. Got, and we gonna give you a thousand dollars credit card. Yeah, hey, Discover yeah, was on our neck. Hey, this shit back exactly. Boy, look, like that. you know what I'm saying? So we look. financially, bro, blowing that shit. Hey, two, three, if three. I could go back to undergrad. And they be like, hey, you want a refund check? Nah, man, just take just care take, of the bill. Yep. I'm good. <laughs> Look, I want the money. I wish I had better money management. Mm. Because I can guarantee you, I done got at least 24 bands in a refund check. 100%. Yeah. So, Did you used to be borrowing people books, Nico? Hell no. Nah. 
Oh, okay. that was, I mean, after a while, you don't live on campus all that. Jeff City's so small, you, you can live around the corner and still make it to school all the time. Ah. So once you cut out your room and board, you got bread. You got bread because yeah. that shit that shit eat up more than the fucking uh, the books. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, one my trick to get out of certain books, I went to HBCU, so I would get cool with black women in the class. Ah. Why spend the money on why do I need to buy a book? All thirty of us gonna have to buy. See, that's yeah. what I'm. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like that. Like we was kind of. But the library got. The we was kind of like yeah, the library got. Check the out. library got. And see, that's, <clears throat> no, a lot of people don't realize the library got the same textbook. Mm-hmm. They got the old edition, but yeah. it's the same book. Yeah. Same different cover. Different cover. Then you got the other thing is, if you if it wasn't until I got to my my master's degree that it was like, hey, if mm-hmm. you in a cohort, why are we all buying the book? It's your turn to buy the book. Oh, we all gonna throw money in. We buy the book together, together. and we can take pictures of it. Yeah. Hey, the, all you when, folks they, when they change the game to PDF, <laughs> when they change the game and make, I tell any my any of my students when you go to undergrad mm. and they like, oh, your books gonna cost you eight hundred dollars. You better Google that mug PDF. Oh, for sure. Look, get you an iPad solely for books. Amazon. For sure. Amazon. Oh, for the Amazon sell that motherfucker for more back to the school <laughs> for more than what I paid. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hey. The finesse to all that. But look, we're going to a quick commercial yes, break. Sir. And then we're going to come back in and kind of keep this combo going. It's episode 74. 74. Ethnic Ish and More. Random Ish and More. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's all she 
treat her wrong. You ever seen that movie Monster Ball? Been over like Halle Berry on that park when old boy knocked off. I'm a dog, I like them soft, I like the rub, I like the grip. To tell the truth, I like them loose, cause me and my thugs, we like to flip. I like your friends to get involved, all the bras tell you I'm a trip. I like to pitch and take a picture while you catch it on your lip. I like to sneak and take a shot, and when your niggas start to trip, drink my liquor out the bottle on this couch and watch it strip. Stick a couple fingers in you, make it tickle, make you drip. Make you holler like I'm riding you like a pimp, and then I dip. I wanna get an ounce of hydro, get Alicia eyes low. Take her to the suite and make her hit all of her high notes. Scrapped up for show, cause I don't trust no hoes. Anybody can go easy, eat perfect example. Like Beyonce, like Trina, like a big booty ass black diva, like a You look like a classic, took your time and crafted dish. Moving through these chapters, booked and busy, purged my shit. I hit you right back, I get sidetracked, I got side things, you know, side ventures and shit. I vibrate, I'm a instrument man, play interromance, huh? Sometimes I break down, break down, break down, oh, dear. Gas me up, change my plug, get, get back in tune. Squeaky clean the book, you deep. 40 ounce on me with a stogie. Don't ask if I'm a passive bitch, fuck no. I don't know you, you look like the popo. I fly so low, no cocap. Coconut in the douce, a couple format. Shane Bush, Shane Choosy, on the floor mat. Chicken streets, scary movies, romance. Look like a butterfly when I'm high up the lot. Told my niggas in a minute, it's gonna be your hour. I don't put a favorite man, a nigga don't look. I'm a nine on my mind, I feel like trash power. I'm like feet, five, four, five, and a fifty. Roll a widget, wood stack like a tippy. Pretty white toe walking on a tippy. Cut the flow, cold ass on Mississippi. Hit it with the crooked letter, she said me in the poppy. Get on top, the pony horse, I ride it like a Maserati. I come from the north side, St. Louis. Let me tell you about it. Mama always worried about a baby when the need a house. 22s on the money, call her, ring me in the cup. Hold her with you, see me in the stroller, baby. She in the back, this for safety. He just hold a trivia, you never know who. Might be lurking over shoulders. Man, I thank the Lord every time I see my niggas. Uh, not being dramatic, life cinematic. This one feel like a classic. You look like a classic. Might pull up in the classic. You look like a classic. Took your time and crafted this. Moving through these chapters, booked and busy, purged my shit. Hit you right back, I get sidetracked, I got side things, you know, side ventures and shit. I vibrate, I'm a instrument and play instruments, huh? Sometimes I break down, break down, break down. Oh, dear. Gas me up, change my plug, get, get back in tune. Squeaky clean double UD, 40 ounce on me with a stogie.
motherfucker just grow like a motherfucker, bro. I, nah, cut, it man. I cut it off last year, July 25th. Put my beard up. And this dude been, beard been my crazy, since July 25th. Bro. Look, y'all, this boy beard. Boy beard. Look, my top of every ball soon. Shit, if the top grew like this, I'll be living a luxurious. That's where little little tell that. That's where all the hair going is running. It's running to your cheek. We can't move a couple of these follicles to the top region, and my life will be all right. It's running to your chin. So look, y'all, man. I gotta, I gotta drop my DJ horns, man. Yeah, I don't know why I do it. She still be live. Let me face me tripping. Oh, yeah. Music, mm-hmm. And they're going to send me some, some bullhole shit. Yeah. 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 What's up, Brown? Shout out to the homies. Stefan Urkel in the building, man. Oh, shout out Stefan Urkel in the building, man. I got my dog, I got my man. Passmaster AD Grimes in the building. Passmaster. What's up? What's up? I'm glad these two brothers reached out because they got some stuff going on. I got to give another clap. Shout out to my dog Stefan again because this past weekend I made a lot of random dreams come true. That okay. I, that yes, I always joked about. Yeah. Okay. Me and his brother locked in and been doing some crazy shit since we done met. Man. You don't think we've known each other for hell is the way we be working for Yeah, I've been working. Yeah. The way we be working behind the scenes, you're like, damn, how long y'all been knowing each other? I'm like, shit, when they come on my show. <laughs> Real talk. That's what a lot of people don't realize. That's you, don't, facts. you don't have to know somebody for 10, 20, 30 years to build that type of work bond mm. and turn into a brothership type bond. Right. And, and due to this brother over here, I randomly made it. I always joke about getting put on tracks. I'm like, let me talk my shit like DJ Drama and them used to. Shout out to DJ Drama because he all on the Tyler Creator album. I actually just listened to that whole album this yesterday, cleaning up. Beautiful body of work from mm. beginning to end. Fire. With DJ Drama on there giving his old Wayne vibe. Mm. Talking that shit in the background. Like, yeah. That's what I want to do, but not be a DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I randomly made a joke. He slid in my inbox in 10 minutes. He's like, what you mean? If I get on the track, I'm like, bro, I just want to talk. Like, I ain't trying to get on there rap. I ain't trying to write now. I was like, I just want to get on there. Kind of be somebody intro. Yeah. Talk that shit. Like, I'm, I'm your album. Skit. I want to do all that type of shit. He's yeah. like, give me, give me a week. I think I may have something for you. Less than a week. He hit me up. Like, hey, what you doing Saturday at 12 o'clock? Yeah. Be there. I got something for you. Because I'll tell him, you give me the date and time, I can make it do what it do. For yeah. sure. And that's yeah. exactly how we went. He told me a date and time, I'll pull it up. I'm like, Say less. He I like, got to get Nico on, on the track. Up. Now. I didn't know dude. Was, matter of <laughs> fact, I ran into dude at the concert. He's like, you was the one that came to my crib, right? I'm like, yeah, we was chopping it up for a little bit. Oh, yeah, minute. he sure was there. Yeah. Shout out to Dan Raps. It was, it, was a dope, yeah, it was a dope session. He, he he's like, bro, I booked an hour for you. He was like, my, my shit done. Yeah, like, I just want to add you, and I'll be thinking like I know some people get folks in the studio, they get the bullshit, and they get the playing. I sat quietly in the back, watched what they was doing, yeah. seeing them playing with the music. And I'm like, oh man, just let me hear it. He's like, well, shit, you ready? I'm like, well, bro, I wrote all my shit right now. Yeah, and I literally wrote it sitting there watching them get it together. Dope. That's the best way, man. Mm-hmm. Catching the vapors, I man. Right That's the that best way. And I was like, bro, I think I got some fire for you. And we went in there. Use that hour. I maybe did two takes. I have a, He's like, bro, this is perfect. I have a question. I have a question. Um, where, where, where can I go here? This, this greatness is my question. I mean, my brother, my brother, right here can tell you. I just, just, just want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Want to know. And matter of fact, I'm going to find you from my email. I'm going to find you from You know. All right. So actually, that's a great question that you just asked because. Um, it's a few DJs and stuff that have it. So it's still kind of like 
and although I performed it at the <coughs> show, it's still like kind of like unreleased, mm-hmm. almost at the same okay. time. But it's good that you did bring that up because I just came out with the six. My um, it's an album. It's a prelude album. Okay, mm-hmm. and I have um. So many people like Stallone that I decided to do a bonus ed- edition of it. So I only have 30 copies of that with Stallone on it as the bonus track. Nice, you know, people, nice. Yep. So if people want to get that, they have to get that from that me because it's only physical uh, copies like of that right now. Because when I, I bought, after we did the studio session, I bought them. The yeah, yeah. So I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. That's fine. Y'all get y'all 30 copies, goddammit. <laughs> hey. So you can hear me talk some hey. shit. But it was, it was a fire collaboration because as soon as I heard the beat, I already knew what I wanted to do. Where 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 can we get where can we get it in? Yeah, so it's actually with, with me. I did it the old school way. With this oh pre-load, man, this you going out the trunk with it? Yep. Ooh. And um, the trunk, yeah. been, CD. Been meeting up with everybody, and <coughs> I want to have a conversation with you. I'm in a relationship with who buying my stuff. You man, know, that's what's what's up. That's so that's it's what's up. and it's and it's different. You know, I'm breaking the rules. You know what they saying that. Is you know what they saying is fading out. I'm keeping it alive, and I'm, I'm actually kind of you know living off of it because man, I got people overseas buying them and everything. So it's not only the physicals. I also, if you don't want it that way, the same way how you can get it on Apple and anything too. I can email it to you. Give me your email. You still can purchase it the same way. Mm-hmm. You, you get go. all the cover art and everything that there way. There you go. So um, it's still man, just it's waste. I'll think the game. You ain't got to follow exactly what they doing. You can create your own blueprint. It's Facts. your own rules on what you want to do. You ain't do what they doing. Make your own life. Facts. Be an innovator. Yeah, yeah, I told my yeah. daughters be translated. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. do something different. Facts. And it Black was, father. Yes, Come on. Just yes, sir. Speaking Black on father. that, it was a fire experience, and we'll get into that part too. Cause I got something dope to say about. It. Him being a father, we um not only did I get the opportunity to record this track with him, uh-huh. he hit me up. I was in the music video. I got to do my part. I got to save my brain, show my face, say my ashy ass, all that shit. That's what's I'm up. Part of the music video, but I was also he hit me as he was setting up his. I don't know if if you wasn't there, you missed a wonderful show. Um, it was a recent concert at Pops where he was the headliner. Mm. He instantly hit me up like, "Hey, bro." I know you just talking on this part, but that's kind of like it was like the intro song. It was a little music playing, but it was leading into that. And just me, me the first two people out on stage besides this man was me and him. Mm. I got to walk up there and kick it off to set the tone as well. Be it's, it's like hype man. Yeah. Once he left the stage to get the crowd amped up. Yeah. To bring him back on, right. as well as just because the bond we done built. He yeah. called me last minute like, hey, that's bro, clear, brother. Another dude. Kind of flaked out on me doing something. I need you to do this part for me because it was needed for my show. Yeah, I ain't debate him. See why? I I ain't say no complaints, no grievances, none. I was just like, I was like, right. I was like, well, that's all I got, bro. He's like, bro, I got everything. You just need this. I was like, well, fuck it. Because I fucked with you, the relationship we built. No question. Uh, you a good brother in life or any aspect, right. whether you out and it ain't got nothing to do with. When I say brother, it's not just talking about my masonic brother. Uh, it's just a good brother, period, in the community. Doing what you do. I done clean the streets of the east side with him as well. Uh, We've been outside. He hit me up. That's the what's day up. Because like, I'm hey, from bro, the east man, side. Shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's yeah, up. Six side. Let's go. I want you to come out there and clean, like, clean the streets. And he didn't, matter of fact, he didn't tell me what we was doing. He just said, we was going to do some community service work on the east side at this uh, time in the morning. Can you be there? I said, bro, I already put the time on my clock. Like, I ain't, before I even agreed to it. I already set my alarm so that he asked me because not too many people actually do certain shit. Right. Sometimes yeah. you have to step out 
And whether just because I got to get up early don't mean nothing. I still got my whole day. Mm-hmm. So I got up, me him. Shout out to KTP 5800. Shout out to Visual Plugs. Yeah. We was out there cleaning the streets up on the east side. And mm-hmm. it, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to your what girl. Up, we was all out there having a great time. Mm-hmm. And just and it was dope because I put a lot into east side, St. Louis, mm-hmm. and I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and we and we appreciate. It. But that's, but, but, but if you go back, that that's really what we was talking about earlier. Yeah, you know, if if a white person joined my org, and they gonna do the work for my community, well, I'm gonna say, hey, now nah, you ain't you ain't from us, you can't help us. No, if you gonna do the work, come on. Hey, I don't, and, and look, look, man, again, again, I'm not, I'm not knocking nobody that's 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 linking up and they doing the work. You know what I'm saying? They not. Just being a, a a succubus, you know what I'm saying. I'm all good with that, but at the same time, I'm still gonna feel like, hey, if if I find a green penny, I want it to be all green penny. You know what I'm saying. I just feel like we should just have some certain things that are like like look at White Castle. You can't you cannot buy into that franchise. You can't own you a White Castle. They ain't on it. Nah, this us, this us. You can buy our food. But you can't have one of our franchises. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, people, what? But they just, hey, bro, they just opened the biggest, bro. They just opened the biggest white castle in Florida. The bro, the biggest white castle in the world is in Florida. They do got a 24. They just opened them up. I ain't saying that it ain't popping. They do got a 24 hour white castle. To hear niggas be like, oh yeah, we finna go to white. I was like, fuck, what? Got that too. Well, I'd have never, White Castle would have never been a thought in my mind. As my, if I go there, it's because I know it's twenty four hours and I don't want McDonald's. Yeah, but it ain't like this is the pinnacle point of my night. Niggas be excited to go to White Castle, so that blew me. It's I, a cultural difference. You know what's crazy is my my homeboy <coughs> uh, franchised a Steak and Shake, and you know a lot of people don't really rock with Steak and Shake, but a lot of them these these franchises these are, are being owned by black business owners. Yeah, and. I, you know, he been like he been telling me he's like you know the way Steak and Shake do it is you know you'll see the sign and be like hey ten thousand dollars and you can franchise. Hey, but they they make he making it work and it, a lot of the ones in St. Louis are black owned, especially in the North area. Uh-huh. And listen to what you just listen to what you just no 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 I'm glad you said that because if you really want to keep it a buck. Steak and shakes around her have a bad stigma now. They didn't have a bad stigma for like the past two and a half years. Primarily, it's because a lot of people don't know that a lot of them are black owned now. And that's why you don't see them presented the way that they normally are presented, the way steak and shake has normally been presented. Like, I've seen so many steak and shakes closing down in the past three to four years. It's crazy. Just like I've been seeing a lot of Applebee's closed down too, but on on the on the Lodo, it's been a lot of black folks that's been buying in the Applebee's too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it's because we don't know, so like we ain't supporting or what? Well, I don't know. If you, if you don't advertise it as black owned, I won't know. Yeah, that is well. Yeah, that too. At Ballpark Village, Ballpark yeah. Village is black owned. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, that's what's up. It just happened today. It just, yeah, it just oh, straight up. Today, that's what's up. Most of the staff is like ninety percent black. Yeah. So, but it's because it was put out there. But you too. know what though? They, they, they and it's the same like the the Chick Fil A on uh, Lindbergh. Uh huh. When when the, those two Chick Fil A's that opened up out there and they were black owned, like they people promoted that they that they were black owned, 
and them lines stay popping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I think it's Chick Fil A. They always gonna be popping. Chick Fil A. You can get in the back. You can get in the back of the line behind thirty cars and still only be here for five minutes. Facts. Yeah, that's that's, that's facts. Be the first time I that's facts. Like, How are y'all? I'm like, dude, are y'all just warming this shit up? And no and, and low key, they chicken, chicken tastes. I mean, it yeah, tastes good. Yeah, it yeah. tastes good. Yeah, the chicken I mean, is fire. <laughs> you know, I I I, I want to put you back on something. You you said something about being a father, and I I, I know we running well, short look, on yeah, time. Let me, I let me get to that point because yeah. that's what I was really bringing it up. Okay, we did get to the concert. The concert. Shout out to all the black dads out there. there. Dad's period. I thought that was a dope moment because it was something new to try. The dope moment was to see bro have a song that he dedicated to his daughters. Mm. And was able to bring them on stage. Yeah. And you could tell when some people just do music because it just recently came to them. Mm-hmm. Or where it's a passion behind what they do. I, I got to go to practices with him. I got a lot of text messages, random phone calls about stuff leading up to this. Yeah. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, why are you calling me so much? I'm really one small pivotal point. But he treats everybody a part of this moment. As if they was getting on stage to rap the same amount of songs as him. Facts. And that was the that was the dope part about it. Because I was getting all types of calls about this randomly or we'll talk later. I'd just be up, I'll say something, he slide in my inbox. We got a whole conversation now. Yeah. About something. But I got to see him make a tribute to his daughters. And I was in a music video with his daughters. That is what's up, like, man. And, and I just thought it was a beautiful moment because as a black father myself, right. I tell everybody, my son come before anything. On me. Like, I go hella how I live in I live in Cahokia now because of my son. I moved here three years ago trying to work it out with his mom. Yeah. And I told him when she left the crib, I was like, hey bro, you know me and your mama be going through it. If me and her don't work, <laughs> I'll be here for you. Mm-hmm. And he shook my hand and said, I'm cool with that. I'm sorry, I have to tell you that um one of one of the people that uh, on my live, one of the I'm sorry, one of the women on my live wanted me to tell you guys that everybody's beard looks very good. Everybody looks hey, handsome. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate that. Thank you, sister. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got boo. Okay, she listening. I love you. But it was just a dope moment because you all never get to see usually men, we always we're taught to we gotta be hard about yeah. certain shit. Yeah. We can't get to share our vulnerability or when we do it's exploited. Right. You share it to the wrong person. Bro got to be vulnerable with it. I knew the mood was going to set right. As soon as it went into every woman in the crap. Aww. Soon as his daughter takes started popping up. Yeah. He brought him on the stage. got the rap. You got to share raw emotion with not just them. To where, even though they know you, they daddy, you, they superhero, you going to all. They may not even understand that moment until they get older and right. see it played back. Right. Well, I'm going to say this, too, because... Um, the thing, what happened is, remember, I had you dress up as Jason, right? And it's like, you saw how frightened they was, you know, back there. They was terrified. They did not want to get on the stage. So the whole thing was, after he came off the stage, that's when my band came in, got the rumbling, and they were supposed to throw out rose petals and everything out there, but they were so terrified and petrified, we had to de- decline it, and, you know, my girl and her friend had to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, once that part, the tribute came on, it's like they was at peace. And it's like, okay. although it was so many people in that building, they was focused on daddy. Yeah, it was just you and them. And yeah, it yeah. was like we were just like in our own world. And it's like, I think every black man in there, even if you wasn't a father, you know, you know, for real, you felt like that energy, you, you know, it. from it. So, and it's like, 
and I want to be the first man to ever propose to my girls. That's what's and up. they will know. The, That's what's up. And and they will know how I propose. You know everything. How a man that that loves them, they will know hey. that that this is the correct way to be loved. Because once that man is on his knee and doing it to them, they be like, "This is the same feeling my daddy gave on me." On, stage. Yeah. on me. So I grabbed. I had two bouquets of roses, and I got on my knee. And I gave it to him as a proposal to both of them. Hey, man, shout out, salute, salute to Stefan Urkel, man. Yeah, out here doing his thing, man. He definitely get the hand clap for me, man. as they're becoming of their womanhood. To be like, hey, I don't care about none of y'all niggas talking about. If you can't make me feel the way my daddy makes me, yes. Then leave me be. Yeah. That's man. It needs to be and like that, bro. Like, on each side, yeah. to be a respectable man towards women. Yes, you're not finna cause no woman hell or ruckus because I ain't caused no woman hell or ruckus. Exactly. So if bro. I hear you doing that type of shit, me and you go. She ain't got to go off on you. Me yeah. and you gonna have a problem because nobody's mama is finna call me. Because you a trash ass nigga. They right. said that was some That's classic true. man shit, uh, Stefan. Right, right now, I really appreciate that. Not everybody. And we know it as parents that's active. Everybody is not as active into their kids as they should. No, nah, they not, man. I don't and, understand and you know, how people don't be, man. You know, the you thing mean, is, as, as kids get older, you know, my oldest is, will be 17 this year. You know, when they get older, that 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 that, that changes a no, little bit. Def- how, def- how you maneuver. Yeah. You know, you you have to allow independence. You also have to allow some more freedom with their with their what they say. Yeah. You know, I, I realized for me one of the biggest things was when I when my daughter started changing the way she talked to me, it was like, hmm, I got two I got two choices right now. Mm-hmm. I can buckle down and be like, no, you will. Or I can be like, hey, you, you you finding your maturity? You finding you're going to be grown? Mm-hmm. I can't. I for me and my parents, my parents allowed me to be grown. Mm-hmm. My dad had a, a statement that he made to me a long time ago. He said, you can't talk to me until you're on the same level as me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a father. We on the same level. Mm-hmm. I got the same amount of degrees he got. We on the same level. Mm-hmm. So when I look at my daughter, I'm like, I can put the thumb on her and be like, you can't can't talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. No, nah, you know what? I want your raw emotion because sometimes your raw emotion is more important yeah. than that that thought about statement later. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, that raw emotion, I, I want that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and and my youngest is five. Knowing when as a black boy, when is it? Too much. When do I stop letting him be a kid? When do I stop let you know? Because we all know what we have to deal with daily. Mm. Yeah. We know what it's like out here. Oh, so yeah. when do I say, you know what? Nah, son, you can't play with that toy. Mm. No, let him be a kid. I, 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 I promote him being a child. I promote him. You know, I'm not gonna put no pressure on him when it's until it until I feel it's time to. But right now, it's just enjoy being a kid. I agree with that a thousand percent because it's so, everybody knows somebody kid who is beyond grown as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, beyond. I done had kids. <laughs> I done had homeboys with kids used to curse like a motherfucker. I don't talk. <laughs> I ain't got to a point where I was cursing kids out. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, if you feel like you old enough to talk to me like that, yeah. well, goddamn it, we on the same level right now. Let me talk to you like you one of these niggas in the street. <laughs> but <laughs> also seeing them at this point in their stage of life, they're respectable young men. They, they mm. cursing shit. Mm-hmm. They realize when they knew they had to stop that shit. Yeah. Sometimes it's a life you grow up that, that I ain't going to say ghetto living, but you got that black culture where it's kids cursing. That shit was funny to people. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Just because I think Sean may have cursed 
one time in his whole life. And mm. it was literally because he said it right after I said it. Uh-huh. So, but it got to the also point where I would say a curse word or sound. If I say shh, he's like, you don't say that. But I respected it. Yeah. My child used to be on the weekend to cut. Daddy, why you see about that? Hey man, little kids. Hey man, little kids. We killing yeah, me with that. But, but when you think about <laughs> how we grew up, boy, you couldn't say that type of stuff. Whether it was something that simple as why your seatbelt not on, because we felt like it was talking back. We was doing wrong. But that's because we would get hit. Oh, we was. Hey, look, look, look. Also, I've also showed that side to Sean too. Yeah. So like, hey, I know, you, but you know, I ain't the one to be fucked. Yeah. Mm. We, I, I, I don't. That's the one thing. That's why I always tell people I never have another newborn because I know this gonna be my asshole kid. Mm. Ah, bruh. Sean was perfection for me as a kid. Outside of your little tip, the little shit I go through with him that I complain about on social media, all that shit is the same shit. When I text my daddy, he just texts LOL. Sound familiar, don't it? <laughs> and I just be like, you right? Because everything I went through, from shit I done caught him up doing, so all that. Was the same shit I was putting my parents through. Mm. I'd been, I'd never forget. I used to report cards. My report cards would be so fucked up. I would have to hide the good ones because they showed the bad grades from the one from I had the, already hit. Oh, God. <laughs> I went, my, mama, my mama went through sophomore year. My parents, I ain't gonna say mama, both this, my parents went from sophomore year to wow. graduate in high school. They may have saw one to two report cards. I, my mama, like, ah. it was a part where I played it. Tomorrow, I'm like. I'm gonna go up to the school because I ain't seen none of your damn report. Make no sense. I'm this like, boy, I'm like you right. I need to go to school because I don't get why you not getting my report cards and all these other kids. Whole time I came to the plan where I, me and the mailman was like this. Mind you, he was still the mailman. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. He is still a mailman to this day on my parents' route. This dude, man. Man, on the mail route. You catch him on the, you catch him on a good day, be Friday. He delivering mail, smoking his cigar, walking through the block, and don't know about he been the same mailman from the time I was born that I can remember. The crazy part is my neighbor used to be our mailman, but I don't remember that because he retired by the time the mail started coming where I needed it. Me and Mike was like this. I get off the bus a whole stop early because I see him. I'm like, bro, did you go down this street yet? He be like, nah, I ain't go down yet. I'm like, say less. So now at this point. I know my I knew my daddy always beat me home ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. So if it was report card day, if he'd be like, Yeah, I'll get been down I'm like, I don't know. Just, if I get to the crib, ain't no mail in there, I already knew. That kinda fucked up. Yeah. I would come in if I click open the door wide and my daddy sitting right on that, that reclining chair, I just close the door, he'd be like, Yeah, turn your ass around. <laughs> I had the mad. Let me tell y'all about this door before we get out of the show. Because this is the door death for me. Everything negative in my life happened on this fucking door. If it wasn't the door, it was on a dry erase board in the kitchen. Yeah. I dropped a note out of my pocket for me and my girlfriend talking about all types of shit. My mama found it. Put it on the magnet by the door. Oh, shit. The report card. I'm talking talk all types of nasty shit. She put it on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my daddy because he never told on me. Condoms in the whip. He just throw them on my bed. Straight he up, shit. he won't say nothing. Oh, he like, man, I'm gonna car like that. He be like, why you got a whole blanket in the back seat? Of the car? Wow! Back to this door, death. Wow! Get up out of here. Oh man! That door. He's sitting in that seat, just looking at me. I knew to turn around because the report card is on the door. Yeah. And I, now, if he, if I made it before him. What I would do is he'd be in the shower, 
I grab all the mail out the mailbox except for the report card. Leave that in there. Take all the mail in the crib. Yeah. You go to shower. I go get the report card. The worst thing my mama ever did for me in high school for her was buy a shredder. Mm. I was shredder. And you would shred them? What the fuck? I was failing. I was shredding. <laughs> 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 in the crazy part. <laughs> I wouldn't even be doing that. Boy I, that boy said, I was failing. Hell yeah, I was shredding. I knew I had, I couldn't skip. I was yeah. to skip. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to delete the messages off the, the voicemail that was built into the phone. That's yeah. why I skipped school. But I knew that they was going to find out. So I oh, put them off up to the shred and shake it. I remember one time, my auntie, <laughs> she was, was going bad. to Disney World with my uncle. He bad was the vice president of Johnson hell Control. Man. He was hella she bad. She was like, they got, a, they got a whole seminar thing in, in Disney World. I'm taking your little cousins. I know you ain't been. My other older cousin, she had been, so that's all she can ask her. I got to go to get babysitting. Mm. I knew what fuck I was becoming out there. <laughs> I knew she was gonna be a hater, but like, oh, she may not have hated, but I ain't know. What I do when I found a report card, I didn't open that bitch up until I was thousands of miles in the sky. I realized I didn't do as bad as I thought I did on the month. I was like, okay, I'm cool. Now you got to figure out how to put the I can, uh, so can bruh, it. right, hey, bruh. Hey, sh- hey sh- you shot. throwing away blood. <laughs> Listen, I don't. My, my, I never forget. My parents fixing fixing up my cable on Comcast. Mm. My daddy come out there. He was like. Tell y'all this quick story before we get out this month. This was the worst story that ever happened to me on this door. My senior year, I don't know how everybody's senior year of high school went, but on our last day of school, they get the seniors a half a day. Mm-hmm. You get to kick it. So I decided to throw a, and I had my mama's blessing, everything, a big ass barbecue at the crib for a couple seniors. Not, I ain't gonna say big ass barbecue, a little barbecue at the crib for some seniors that I was cool with. She was with it. My best friend, Kygo, shout out to him. He, he cooked the, the meat on the grill. My mama made us a cup of sides. So that's how I knew she was with it. She was willing to cook for us in abundance. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the crib to this chick I talk to. I'm like, we ain't doing nothing. But I'm in there trying to get some She in there helping me in the kitchen get shit together. I look outside. Shout out to our nigga Ship. I ain't going to say his first name. Everybody with the West know who Ship is. I see him <laughs> walking up because this nigga's a star basketball player. Yeah. So one of his fans. Made him a fake ID. Shut His name is whole other state, but you're a star basketball player in RC. We're the second biggest city in Illinois. Star basketball player, nigga. Everybody knows you. He going to liquor store. They don't care. You got an ID to prove. You talking about Belleville West? No, no. I, I live from, from Aurora. Oh, okay. I was okay. at West Aurora High School. Oh, okay. second, yeah, Aurora is the second biggest state for niggas that don't know in Illinois. Uh, <laughs> but so he, I, see, I look out the front window. He's walking up with two big ass. 24 packs of Bud Light. It's a bottle somewhere around me. So now, unbeknownst to me, this girl named Betty. Shout out to Betty. I was pissed at you. Shout out to Betty. Let <laughs> me get Betty to the whole spaghetti. story. So Betty had was back when MySpace was popping. Betty yeah. was just flicking it up around the park. She's one of your top friends. Nah, Betty was cool, but she wasn't that good. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, was, she was flicking it hey, up. Hey, y'all know that top friends had on had MySpace. Had a little folder uh, <laughs> stuff on the bottom. Nah, Betty didn't even graduate with me, so she mm. left school. Uh-huh. My other cousin, I think he skipped school, came with us because he was supposed to graduate with us. And we were supposed to Love. drive out far out to go get my little cousin. Yeah. He decided to stay in school. Which, 
God bless him. So, we had this little party. It's mm-hmm. alcohol at this motherfucker. By this point, by the time I got outside, the alcohol was distributed. So, I can't. You can't take all this shit down. Yeah. And so, my goal was I told my nigga Kyle, I'm like, hey, bro, we have to clean this bitch up before I go to work. Because I'll be going to work before my daddy get home. Yeah. He's like, man, we got the shit clean up to our fucking teeth. All the bottles. We took all the trash that was in the trash can and put that bag at the bottom and put all the shit on top of it. Mm. So it was no way to be detected. Scot free for hell. <clears throat> well, I used to be in this program called Boys and Men that was read by my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't even gonna talk bad about him. I don't fucking do to this day. Not even because of that, because we got cool. Yeah, yeah. He's just a flaky nigga. Hey. Anywho, he came across the pictures. Now, from what I've been told later on in life, a couple years ago, Mm-hmm. Pretty out them pictures in full color. What? Uh, gave them to my, like, but I guess I mean, really like my nephew, adopted nephew. How do you call him? My nephew was a year old. He gave them to him. Oh, my God. And had him drop them off to my crib. Oh, that's oh. cold. Now, cold. The drop off happened. I wasn't at the crib. I was out with my best friend, Kyle. was picking up my cousin, Arthur. Out for my sweet away. So we picking him up. Now, I knew something was wrong because my auntie was calling and she kept calling me. It's like, hey, man, when you come wow. back to the crib, when you get back to the crib, I'm like, hey, why you keep blowing my phone? We on the way back, we'll be there in a minute. I knew something was right. I'm like, why she keep calling me? He's like, bro, I don't know. So we pull up, I park on the street. We walking up. I knew something was fucked up because I got a front. Everybody knows that my crib, we mainly use the garage door 99% of the time. Yeah. We use the front door is because something's happening in the garage and we don't want to keep lifting. So, or packages type shit. So I walk up, I see my daddy coming out the front door. I see my mama coming out the garage door. You know? so I'm, I look at my best friend, I said, What the fuck going on? I have no idea. So I get closer and closer to the door. They just still talking to me. They ain't said shit. I open the door. Every picture of my brother printed out was taped. What? On the wall? Up to the door? Oh my God. My best friend, he 18, but he got sick. Gay he it's, it's a table where I'm getting food together. You see beer bottles. I don't have nothing to do with the beer. I didn't drink none of that shit. I ain't fuck with alcohol until I get to college. Right. So I touch none of that shit, but I'm in the picture. Oh, man. It's hella, I'm talking about the enormous picture. Pictures of me spread across from the top of this door to the fucking bottom. I'm talking about the whole door is filled with nothing but pictures of this shit. Hey, your brother filed for that. Your brother filed as fuck for it. He hella scammed for that, boy. <laughs> I, knew, I knew he was a flaky nigga, but man. We grew up, we had the same day And they was in color? Purest of color. He, oh, color. my we God. Color print like That's a lot of ink. That's a lot of He had to go to Office Depot to re-up after that. Look, he burnt the whole cartridge up. Oh, my God. I remember opening the door. My mouth just dropped. You was in Dolby Digital. I said, Ooh. He in the picture. Like, like, we ride. He like, bro, I'm gonna tell my mom for your mom. Come, man, I ain't got time for that shit. Like, but man, when I talk about they, because me and him are best friends in fourth grade. Mm. My mom keeps like, yeah. They talk so motherfucking bad to both of us. My daddy whole thing, and I and I understood him. He's like, nigga, you got all these fucking kids at my house drinking alcohol. What if something happened and they left here? Yeah. I gotta take the L for that. That's Whether facts, though. Whether I was here, I was yeah. to me or not. So it was like, I understood it. That's facts, yeah. though. That was the most yeah. fucked up moment on that fucking door of death. Yeah. 
Man. I done dealt with report cards. I done dealt with letters talking about all type of wild shit I'm going to do to a girl. But to see pictures of me with alcohol, it, it took me months to find out how they got it. I never, it wrecked my brain for hours. I'm like, dog, how? Bro, what did you do to him to make him do that? Nothing. The That's simple crazy. fact that we was all in this program, I'm his little brother, we all represent this program. Yeah. It's just like, Y'all catch somebody and y'all frat wild, or we catch a mason wild out somewhere with the mm-hmm. gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they don't talk to you, bro. Yeah, it, they it know happens. how bad you wild out. This may go before a court case within the Masonic court. Yeah, it, it happens. It, <laughs> it happens. I, I, I have I have witnessed conversations in which interventions had to come in, into place based on you out, you kicking it, but you had to happen that you happen to have this square and compass on, and they like, oh shit, he a mason. Well, before we let you fuck up all the work that all these brothers across the country have done, Put you out we going to talk to you first. Fact. And when we talk to you, you'd much rather us talk to you first than you didn't talk to us after somebody else didn't talk to you. Because now we got to play a whole new game. Mm-hmm. That, it's, no, it's no different. It's just like family. You'd much rather, if something going on, in your household, yeah. you much rather deal with the people in your household before somebody else come out. Somebody I mean, of course, yeah, of course. You. you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I, I, I feel you, and I, I feel me being a dad now. But I, I feel where your dad I, was I coming from. Where my daddy mm. was coming from, even though I was pissed. Oh, yeah. I got when my brother was on, and I think it's fucked up how he did me because he could he could have came to you. He could have been like, "Hey, I give you 24." I had homeboys get caught up with shit to where somebody else knew that they could have snitched. Like, "Hey, I give you 24 hours." To tell on yourself mm. before I'm obligated to. Mm-hmm. So if he'd be like, "Hey, I saw these pictures. I mean, you need to talk." Mm-hmm. I talk to him. He'd be like, "Hey, I'll give you 24 hours until that. After that, I gotta rat you out. Yeah, because you represent the program I'm in, and it was a bunch of us in it. Well, he missed the he missed <clears> the opportunity. <throat> he did. He missed the opportunity to be a brother and say, you know what? Because honestly, I got I got a younger sister. I, if I, if that would have been me, I'd have been like, you know what? I ain't even gonna say nothing. It's between me and you. I would have said. I would have came. I would have came to. I would have came to you as my brother and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna handle this shit with you, and I'm gonna let you know Listen. what what avenues you avoided." I, but I wouldn't necessarily bring a parents I'm a, into it. You I'm gonna I'm I'm keep it a buck with y'all. You excuse my language. You I wanted to bang it. with the nigga. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I ain't I saying shit. No, I, you wouldn't, hear me? I wouldn't say hey, that. If my brother, if I find <laughs> out my brother then kicked it. Then kicked it, man. I'm not saying nothing. No, you hear me? But, it, but it's it's a thing. Drink, I, okay, I, okay, I get, so I get, I get why it is. So I get, like, hey, I get the underage drinking. I get that. Okay. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we how old? Drinking. How old is your brother? We 14 years apart. So if I was 18, oh, that's because he 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 he. he, he, he okay, so yeah, he, he was in his okay. That's probably what it was. And I get that makes sense. That makes sense. I got it, but I felt like if it was the shoes on the other. But place, if he like fifteen and I'm like nineteen, I'm not snitching. Yeah, I'm not I'm snitching. snitching. Yeah. But what you said, yeah. Th- but this but between yeah, me this and a, you, it's gonna be a conversation. We're gonna have a conversation. Have, and, yeah. and you know what? I'm gonna curse you out. Yeah, I'm yeah, going, yeah. I might put them paws on you. Yeah, but that's between. That's because we siblings and we younger. And the only reason I'm really doing it is because like what your dad said to you, like say said somebody left exactly. the party, and I, somebody. I mean, it's so like, many different scenarios. Even looking at the, even, even, at, even looking at the like, difference in age, thirty-two, you you fourteen years younger. 
I can see why he did it. I still think he missed the opportunity I'm to st- build a bond with his brother. Yeah. Versus I'm still not blowing him. Tied to my father, yeah. you know Who took the pictures, Nico? Because we didn't have that bond already. Right. It's like we was cool. Like I said, we got the same daddy. But there was always a, a rift between us because your mama got knocked up. Mm. My mama got married. <laughs> 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 but hey, you know what? But hold up though. Yeah. Honestly, that stuff like that you you don't realize a lot of stuff like that happens. Where the mama was just it was a situation that happened versus I was planned. You were not planned, they weren't together, you didn't live in a house with my daddy. But it took me to get older to realize my daddy wasn't the bad guy and all this the way people made it out. And what I did, I didn't take my daddy word for it. Let me tell you something. My mama word is what I took. My mama was like, I made, because I know the type of woman my mama is. My mama was like, I would have never let your daddy not be a father <coughs> to your brother. Right. School clothes, I made sure that shit was going. First car, my mama and daddy bought that for him. Not his own mama. Right. Right. So, but look, y'all, before we get too deep into this, <laughs> we have to finish the rest off air. Because that turned turn to a whole nother episode about why me and that nigga don't fuck with each other. Oh, my. Hey, I it ain't on me. Bro. Wait, look. Hey, don't feel bad. I got a sister. I'm, but I'm the crazy part is, it's not on me. Because. No, I'm, it's on me for my. The last time. It's on me for my. He was supposed to write me a recommendation letter to go to grad school in Lincoln. Right. Oh. Told me he wrote it. He said my assistant sent it out. That part pissed me off already because, nigga, I ain't asked your sister. I asked you. We family. Right. But whatever. You a busy nigga. My brother is a spokesperson for Aurora, Illinois. Meaning anytime something happened on big in Aurora News, yeah. he go on TV for mm. Oh, wow. He's the person that they talk on behalf of the city. Right. My, my brother was a, a teacher for years in middle school, all that. Like, he runs shit. His name the whole way. It's yeah. to the point where people don't even know until they, I mention we related. Mm. And they finally look at me and they look at him. They be like, we look just like identical damn it, He just ain't got that beard like you. He don't. He got a little beard, but he ain't got that. That's beard. what it is. But, <laughs> he told like, but he told me he sent it. I never got it. And then when I kept trying to contact him for it, yeah. Oh, that's all bad. But it took me, the next time I saw him after that, yeah. me and the homegirl skipped work when we called in sick at Crane Girl to go to the Cubs parade when they finally won the championship. Mm-hmm. Me and her, we fried. I'm downtown. And I always told her, if I ever saw that nigga in person, the pit on because I know how fake he'd be here coming to all grown up, I would talk back. Depending yeah. on how we in because I don't do the fake shit. You don't right. fuck with me, you don't fuck with me. It don't hurt me, no never yeah. I got over that years of hurt because my older brother wasn't there for me the way I thought he should. Right. I saw this nigga in person <clears> at the train <throat> station going to the Cubs game. Mm. He seen me. We made eye contact. He was taking pictures for the paper. Came up, took a picture of me and the homegirl, said what up, and then walked off like we ain't got the same home on fucking daddy. Wow. What? And then you know how a nigga, you know how you and a nigga, say if you and a beefing with a nigga, y'all see each other, you know that nigga know you're going to be his ass. Yeah. yeah. So anytime we was outside and hop on the train, he's, my brother, he got my daddy, he's 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, I got my mama's side. Yeah. So I know he saw me. I'm standing out. I'm looking this nigga dead in his soul. <laughs> he trying to look past me because he feel that guilt. Yeah, like, I ain't never did nothing to you, nigga. And we and whatever issues you got with him, they ain't got nothing to do with me. And we don't we've been cool. So for you to be flaky, now that's a whole lot more into that. I ain't gonna get into for this show that I think is the reason and why behind it. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, you just said to me. That my mother was the checkbook and your mother was the nickels. That's what you just said. 
You said your mama was the jump off, and my mama was the lockdown. <laughs> like the that's. I mean, <laughs> hey yeah, man. Look, you see, I know how my daddy was back in them days. So it's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. No, hey, hey, wait, look, hold up. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. When you, when he, it's gonna take him to tell you his daddy name. When he, when he say his daddy name, yeah, that's when you him. gonna know. He play my daddy's name is Zadie Martin. Zadie Martin. That boy sound like he was born with Newport Mental. Straight up. He sound like a player. Oh my God. What's his name again? Zadie. Z A D. Hey, let me tell you something. As soon as you hear it, you like, he had bitches. He had bitches. Zadie. That's hard, though. Zadie. I like that name. Who named your father? That's hard. Your grandma? Never do so your your grandma was a pimp. Had to be. He's the third one within our family, I believe. That's how that works. I ran across a white girl on Instagram named Zay. I added her, and, and I commented said the only reason I liked your page and followed you is because you share the same name as my daddy. And I was, I was Zadie. Like, she's the first person. That's crazy. Person that's hard. I like it. Oh, it's it's hella fly. It's a fly ass name. It's that's hella like, fly. You can tell. <laughs> the first time Nico said, "Hey, my dad named Zay," I said, "Hey, man, he had bitch." Hey, hey, I can tell, yeah. but this the thing. Yeah, with a name, hey. with a name like that, it's like every motherfucking coach you put on just got fur that come on it every time you put it on. Like fur. Y'all remember? Y'all remember? Y'all remember? I'm gonna get you up where you gotta have a band to follow. We gonna hold our combo after this, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Episode seventy four. Random ish and more. Yeah, man. On ethnic ish and more. Y'all make sure y'all tune in next week. For sure. I got a dope editor. Um, I, matter of fact, I don't have the magazine name pulled up at the current moment, so I'll give y'all that. But I think, and then I got a wonderful tax agent. Her name is, no, not tax credit. Nice. Is, I think it's Cameron. I got to pull it up because I got a whole bunch of people that's on my list of, you know, of course. Yeah, for sure. But y'all make sure y'all tune in next week. That's going to be another next dope week. episode. Definitely we definitely going to get us all linked back up, man. Come talk that good shit. Yes, it's your boy Nico the Great, Ethnic and Shamor. For sure. We out this thing. See y'all next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a girl named Mika in Chicago. Another one named Patrice in Toronto. Little mama named Nana up in Utah. Got a girl named Maria down in New York. I told her, give me something good, I might come back. I snap my fingers, they be on me just like that. They know the way that I'm living ain't right. You just another girl and this is just another night. Yeah, horses in a stable. Horses in a stable. Yeah, that I can ride. Oh, anytime. Yeah, horses in a stable. Horses in a stable, yeah, that I can ride. Oh, many times, yeah, yeah. Lil' baby named Pam, goddamn. Got a bitch named Nikki Pussy, like quick share, suck me in. Catherine and Katrina, we met in Catalina. Took it down that night, was the last time I seen her. Told her, give me something good, I might come back. I snap my fingers, they be on me just like that They know the way that I'm living ain't right
You're just another girl and this is just another night Oh yeah Horses in a stable Horses in a stable Yeah That I can ride Oh Anytime Oh yeah Horses in a stable Horses in a stable Yeah yeah That I She looking for a real one I told her that she found a real one Said she looking for relationships I said, girl, who you playing with? But if you give me something good, I'll come back If you give me something good, I'll come back But I ain't trying to stay it out Nah, girl, I said it happens every day Oh, horses in the stable in the stable, yeah, that I can ride, oh, anytime, oh, yeah, horses in the stable, horses in the stable, oh, that I can ride, oh, anytime, out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the wi-fi mom can we go to the pool and when you're with amex it's not if it's going to happen but when american express don't live life without it can you read it's a ethnic issue more tv with your ass she is 